Welcome to Word Alive. We're so glad you joined us today. Today I'd like for us to continue on uh, the gifts of the Spirit. And today I'd like for us to look at the gift of prophecy. We'll start in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and we'll start in verse 4. There are diff- diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Prophecy, tongues, and interpretation of tongues are the utterance gifts. Prophecy is the most important of the utterance gifts. It takes tongues and interpretation of tongues to equal prophecy. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 1 through 5. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. Now this is something that I, that I want to bring across this morning that I think is very important. Uh, I have heard people say that speaking in tongues is of the devil. But you know, if, if speaking in tongues was of the devil, then it would not say here, he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God. Do you think that God's going to use you through the devil to speak to him? That is not going to happen. This takes that notion and throws it into the dirt where it belongs. It is a gift of the Holy Ghost. When you speak in other tongues, you're speaking mysteries unto God. You are speaking to God himself. He's not going to use the devil to speak through you to him. He's not going to use tongues to do it. Now, I don't know who came up with this idea that speaking in tongues is of the devil, except for the devil himself. Speaking in tongues is the divine gift of the Holy Ghost. It is not from the devil. Now, uh, I think sometimes that people get into misconception and the devil doesn't like it when you do speak in other tongues because it builds you up spiritually. But, you know, uh, I think that we have to understand that this is very important, that we have to understand that we should not forbid to speak in other tongues, but understand that God uses you to speak in a prayer language to him to speak out the will of God as he speaks through you by your spirit. Amen. Let's go to verse 3 now. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. Now when we prophesy, we're speaking edification. It will edify you. And it will exhort and it will comfort men. You see, uh, prophecy and tongues and interpretation are all gifts of the spirit. Verse 4. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. Now it says that you're edified. But he who prophesies edifies the church. Now Paul was saying this because a lot of people 
were filled with the Holy Ghost, and a lot of people were just standing up and giving out a tongue, but they didn't interpret it, and nobody knew what they were saying. Verse 5, I wish you all spoke in tongues, but even more that you prophesied, for he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. Now he's talking about this in the church service. He's talking about going into a church service. Everybody's in the church. And then a bunch of people were standing up and giving out a tongue, but nobody interpreted it. And it was confusion. Everybody's going, what did they say? Do you know what he said? I don't understand what he said. Do you understand what he said? But then when you prophesy, you're speaking in your own dialect and everyone in the church knows what God wants to say through you. But if you interpret that tongue or, or make sure there's an interpreter present, then it's the same as prophecy. Prophecy is greater unless you interpret, then it is equal to prophecy. Prophecy is supernatural utterance in a known tongue. Divers' tongues is supernatural utterance in an unknown tongue. Interpretation of tongues is a supernatural showing forth of what has been said in tongues. So when you give out a tongue, and I've given out many tongues in church services, and I've also interpreted, I will not give it out unless I know I can interpret it too. And I have had this to happen. I've got up in a church service and, uh, and give out a tongue. And I would wait a minute or two to see if anybody would interpret it. If they did not interpret it, I would give out the interpretation because the Holy Ghost would try to get someone else to interpret, but they would not obey. And a lot of times I would have to give it out because he wanted it to come forth. And I would interpret so that the church would be edified. Now, prophecy means to be God's spokesman or to speak for God. It means that you are saying, speaking forth, something from God himself by the Holy Ghost to edify, exhort, and to comfort people in the church. Amen? Or whoever's present at the time. It could be in a believer's meeting. It could be that God wants you to give out a prophecy. He could want you to give out a prophecy to someone that you uh, just met and, uh, and he wants to reveal something to that person through you. But you have to be sensitive to the Holy Ghost to do it at the time he wants you to give it. That doesn't have to be in a church, but most of the time these gifts will operate when a group of believers are together and we come together in a corporate anointing so that God can bring forth some, uh, a prophecy or whatever in the church service to uh, bring exhortation, edification, and comfort to men so that he can show how much he loves each and every person in the church. Now, a lot of times prophecy will come forth, but if it doesn't bear witness with your spirit, then you don't listen to it because it may not be for you. Now, I've had this to happen more than once. I've had somebody come into the church and the church service changed because that person came in. And I've had uh, different gifts of the spirit to operate through me, prophecy, tongues, interpretation of tongues. Or you might have a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, whatever that may be for that person that came in, and it would in, and it would enhance the service, the anointing would increase, and it would help that person. It's always to help someone. First Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse one says, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. 
He said, we have to pursue love. And if we'll pursue love, then what will happen is these gifts will operate through us more fluently because we love other people. We want to see other people helped. We want to see other people come forth and advance in the kingdom of God. We want to see their lives changed. We do it because we love other people and want to help them. But he's saying here that we need to especially desire that we would prophesy. And when we prophesy, it will bring exhortation, edification, and comfort to men. This doesn't mean we aren't supposed to covet the other gifts, but to put this gift first. He says, pursue love, but to desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. He says, especially desire the gift of prophecy. Now, God has used me in this area many times, and he will use you in that area many times if you will desire that gift and yield to it when you get into this church service. And a lot of times we have to expect these gifts to be in operation in our meetings or they will not. And we have to ask the Holy Spirit to use us in these gifts. And he will not override your will, but he will put it on your heart to operate in these gifts when he desires to. And it won't happen in every church service. A lot of times people get off because of... uh, They get used one time, well, I want to be used next church service. I want to be used the next church service. And God may not want to use you in the next church service. He may want to use somebody else. And he may not want that church service at all to to have the gifts of the Spirit in operation. He may just want the pastor to stand up there and teach you so you can grow. And you'll have to understand that that teaching is just as important as the gifts of the Spirit being in operation. But there are times when God wants to move in this area and we need to allow him to move. But I have missed it in this area myself. When I first got born again, I'm going, oh boy, the gifts of the Spirit were in operation. God was moving. And then I expected it every time if it did. And I'm going, boy, this was not a, was a dead dry service. And really, I should have been listening to the word of God that came forth because it's the word that will cause you to grow. But there are times that the Holy Spirit will operate in these gifts through you so that he can uh, advance the church service. He can cause people to grow. He can help them to grow, give them exhortation, edification, and comfort so that he can uh, bring direction to the church, to bring direction to your life. Whatever the, the case may be, it's all up to him. And it's not as we will, but as he will. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 39. Therefore, brethren, desire earnestly to, to prophesy and do not forbid to speak with tongues. Let all things be done decently and in order. Now, this is what Paul was talking about. He was saying a lot of people were speaking in tongues and there was no order in the church. People just stood up and started giving out a tongue. There was no order. Uh, I believe that uh, the Lord wants to use the pastor to direct the church service. He is the leader of the church. And if it's the evangelist or the prophet or the teacher, whoever's in in that service at the time, he will be the leader of that meeting. And he will use you to direct the meeting. And then let everything be done decently in order so that he will, uh, and I believe that he will say, okay, brother, Tell so-and-so to operate in that gift or to you to uh, maybe give out a prophecy or tongue interpretation. And it would be as the 
direction of the pastor or the leader of that meeting is uh, is being directed by the Holy Ghost to operate in that, to operate in the gift, to let you operate in the gift, to say, okay, you do this. Instead of just jumping up and having no order in the service, let everything be done by the Holy Ghost through the leader of that church service and not let it be chaotic. And this is what he was talking about here. He said, don't forbid to speak in tongues, but let all things be done decently and in order. And to do things decently and in order is to allow the person that is up behind that pulpit to operate as the Holy Spirit wants to operate the church service and to direct that church service as he wants to direct it and let the Holy Ghost be in charge, but to use the leader of that church service at that time. Now, I have heard of many uh, different church uh churches that uh, the pastor knew the people in the church, the gifts that they were uh, fluent in, that uh, the Holy Ghost used them mildly in in different times and different areas and was sensitive to the Holy Spirit and say, okay, brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so, you come up here. God wants to use you today in this gift. And they would know the gift they were operating in, know that the, what the Holy Spirit wanted to do. That church leader knew what they wanted to do, what the Holy Spirit wanted to do through that person. And then they got up and they operated in that gift and the whole church service was enhanced. It lifted up the Lord Jesus Christ. There was whatever the Holy Spirit willed was accomplished that day. And people walked out of that church service changed because the Holy Ghost was in charge. And like I said before, a lot of times the Holy Spirit don't want to Operate in the gifts of the Spirit. He just wants you to be taught so that you can grow and let the Word. But, but sometimes when He wants to operate in this, we need to allow Him to. Amen? And to be done decently and in order. The Holy Spirit emphasizes the importance of prophecy. As we uh, read in 1 Corinthians 14, desire the spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. And we have to understand this, that the gift of prophecy and the prophet's ministry have been confused, and prophesying doesn't mean that you're a prophet. It means that you're used in the gift of prophecy. There's a difference. Now, there's a difference in being a prophet, and when you are, there's a special anointing upon you. God will bring forth things that, through you, that if you are a prophet, that he won't bring forth through somebody else, and they will be uh, different things that God wants to accomplish through you and different giftings that other people may not have so that he can accomplish that ministry through you. But this gift will not operate every time you stand behind the pulpit. It will only operate as the Spirit wills as well. Now, if you're a prophet, you'll know things and the gift, some of the gifts of the Spirit will be in operation in your life and you'll have more than one gift in operation. But because some people have been confused and think that they prophesied one time that they're a prophet, they get off. And you can't do that. You have to understand that the prophet's ministry is totally different than the gift of prophecy, which you will operate in that gift if you are a prophet, because you wouldn't be a prophet if you didn't operate in the gift of prophecy and a word of knowledge and word of wisdom. And, and most of the time there's going to be uh, working in miracles in, in a prophet's ministry. If you'll study it, the special faith will be in operation, gifts of healing. Uh, a lot of different gifts that a lot of ministries are not 
uh, gifted in. But it doesn't mean that you're a prophet when you prophesy. It just means that you are gifted in that area, that God uses you in that area, that you are used in the area of the gift of prophecy. Make sure that you distinguish that. And not, and if you prophesy, don't go out and tell everybody you're a prophet because you did, because it's not so. You'll know when you are a prophet and God will reveal that to you, what he's called you into. He will let you know. He will tell you. You'll know without a doubt that he called you to that and no one else will know it but you at that time. And then he will reveal it through the gifting that he has given you when you stand up behind the pulpit or different areas and different things that God will reveal that to other people. And they'll say he really is a prophet because he will confirm that gift through you. Amen. So uh, make sure we don't get off in that area as well. I think that will help some people. Let's look at uh, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 3. But he who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. We see here that in this gift there is no foretelling, but in the prophet's ministry there is foretelling as seen throughout the Old Testament. Now, uh, when you prophesy, you give edification, exhortation, and comfort. But in uh, the gift of prophecy as a prophet, there'll be foretelling. You'll uh, you'll be telling what's going to happen in the future. Foretelling. And if you'll study the, the prophets of old, you'll find out and you'll read if you'll read the prophets read all through the uh, prophets um, then you'll find out that there's a lot of things that were said through them that haven't been accomplished yet they will be but they haven't yet there are some things that haven't yet and if you'll study it it was always foretelling about the lord jesus christ everything that came forth from the prophets ministries and the prophets of his uh it would always lift up Jesus and point toward him. Amen. Now let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 29. Let two or three prophets speak and let the others judge. But if anyone anything is revealed to another who sets by, let the first keep silent. A prophet has revelation gifts and the gift of prophecy and operation. And the revelation gifts will be the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge and discerning of spirit may not have all of them, but you should, could have at least two. If you're a prophet, you're going to have these. And he's saying here that if uh, there are prophets in the church, he says, let two or three prophets speak and the others judge. So he's saying here there could be more than one prophet in the church. And you don't see that as prevalent here in these uh, last days. You don't see as many prophets as you did in the, old, uh, in the book of Acts for instance and in the epistles there were quite a few times you'd see more than one prophet but you don't see that much anymore I and mean, a lot of times it's because people may be called into that ministry but they uh don't want uh, other people to know it or they don't know it for sure themselves or they think they're an evangelist then they're really a prophet but you know if you'll seek god's face he'll reveal it to you and uh, I know uh, a lot of times that uh, I've been in some services that every time uh, some people would go into a service, they'd call somebody out and say, you're called to this or called to that. And, I, and, and you have to make sure when you do that, that you're following God. But also, if somebody tells you you're called into an office, make sure that it bears witness with your spirit and that the Holy Spirit has already been talking to you about that. Amen. 
I'm not saying that a person shouldn't every time they go in a church service. If the Holy Ghost tells them to, then go do it. But uh, I'm saying when God calls you, people will confirm it to you. And uh, uh, it happened in the Old Testament in the book of Acts. We have to understand that these gifts also are for edification, exhortation, and comfort. And it will edify you, but it will also bear witness with your spirit of what God's already told you. Amen. Now, uh, let's go back to verse 29. I got on a little rabbit trail there. Let two or three prophets speak and let the others judge. But if anything is revealed to another who sits by, let the first keep silent. The other prophet would have these other uh, revelation gifts in operation. A prophet must have prophecy, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, or the gift of discerning of spirits in operation. So in other words, a prophet will have these gifts in operation. Therefore, operating in a gift of prophecy doesn't mean you're a prophet. It means that God is using you in that gift. And I won't uh, reiterate that anymore. We've uh, touched on that subject enough. Acts chapter 21, verses 8 through 11. On the next day, as we who were Paul's companions departed and came to Caesarea and entered the house of Philip the evangelist, who was one of the seven and stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who prophesied. And as we stayed many days, a certain prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. When he had come down to us, he took Paul's belt, bound his own hands and feet, and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, So shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. Now see, Agabus was a prophet, but we hear, we also see here that Philip the Evangelist had uh, daughters that prophesied. He had four virgin daughters that prophesied, but it didn't say they were prophets, did it? It said that they prophesied, but Agabus was a prophet. The word of wisdom operated together with prophecy. If you'll study here, Agabus, when he told Paul what was going on, it was prophecy and a word of wisdom operating together. Now, a lot of times these gifts will operate together. Prophecy, word of wisdom, uh, the word of knowledge. And, so, and a lot of times prophecy, the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and the gifts of healings, the working of miracles, the gift of special faith, all these different gifts will operate together. God will operate through you sometimes through the gift of prophecy and or a word of wisdom, word of knowledge, so he can bring forth uh, what he wants to accomplish to have uh, a miracle to be in operation for gifts of healings, different things to be in operation. But he uses these gifts together so that you can reveal to someone what is going on or maybe it could be the ailment they have or whatever so that they can come forth and know that it's God wanting them to be healed. Or, to, or for the miracle to take place in their life. Now, some people think that preaching is prophecy. All inspired utterance is prophesy, prophecy in some form or another. But prophecy isn't preaching. Now, there's a difference. Sometimes they will go hand in hand, but there's a difference. There's an utterance from the heart, and there is preaching, but then there's a gift, a special gift of prophecy that will come forth. Now, uh, I know for sure my pastor 
he operates in these gifts. And he will be up there preaching, and all of a sudden a gift of prophecy will come on, upon him, or a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom. And he will give that out. He will tell you it's by the Holy Ghost. And then he'll say, that's enough. The church service is over. I cannot add to anything that God has given me because he knows all things. Amen. So there's a difference. You can get up and preach all day. But uh, but prophecy and preaching will operate together sometimes. I've had uh, I've been up there preaching and then all of a sudden you'll be speaking forth things out of your spirit that are not anything you've written down and it can be divine utterance by the holy ghost but there's a difference in prophecy and preaching amen let's look at first corinthians or first thessalonians let's go there instead first thessalonians 5 verse 19 do not quench the spirit do not despise prophecies test all things hold fast what is good now, he's saying here, if we quench the Spirit, that would be that the Holy Ghost is wanting to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. But instead of us operating in that, we quench it. And we don't allow Him to use us in that, and it grieves Him. The anointing will lift. And he says, also, do not despise prophecies. Now, see, uh, this is what happened at one time. And I'm, I know he was talking to the church of Thessalonica, that I'm sure that uh, there were so many prophecies that came forth that some of them were right on and some were not. And Paul saying, don't despise prophecies, but test all things. Judge those things and make sure they're from God or not. And hold fast what is good. That's what he's saying here. Don't quench the spirit. If the gift of prophecy is in operation by the Holy Ghost, don't quench that. Let it come forth. And if someone missed it, don't despise it, but to test all things, to make sure, judge those things. It says in the word of God, those that are spiritual judge all things. And then he also said here earlier that if there's more than one prophet in uh, the church to let two or three speak, but let the others judge whether it's from God or not, didn't he? So he didn't say to quench the spirit but he said to let it come forth as he will. Amen. First Corinthians 14 and verse 3. But he who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. Prophecy in our prayer lives. Sometimes in our prayer lives we can not only speak unto men, but also to God. When we speak in tongues, we're not just speaking to men, but we're speaking to God. And what the Holy Spirit will do, if you'll study uh, Romans chapter 8, he says when you don't know what to pray for, that the Spirit of God will give you utterance. If you'll study it, uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 26, he gives us utterance when we don't know what to pray for. And we'll speak unto God. And we will pray unto God. And a lot of times, if we will pray long enough in the Spirit, then there will be an anointing will come upon us and we'll speak unto God things that uh, we didn't know that we were going to say. And we'll, if we speak in tongues, uh, we'll be speaking unto God mysteries, and God will speak mysteries through us, things that we don't know about. And a lot of times when I'm praying for someone, I'll pray for them and uh, knowledge as far as I know. Then I'll say, Holy Spirit, will you help me to pray for that person? Then all of a sudden I'll be praying in tongues and, and uh, praying forth the will of God 
in other tongues and he will give me utterance in that tongue to pray for that person and he will pray some things that I don't know about. This is so important. He will bring forth prophecies about things that we don't know about to, for other people to help them, to guide them, to lead them, to edify them, to exhort them, to comfort them. They may be going through some hard times, but all of a sudden that prophecy will come forth and God will help them through that. And then he, they'll know the, the direction and say, okay, you're in, you could be going in the right direction or the wrong one. It could be to change some things but will always be to help other people. Paul said in the 1 Corinthians chapter 14, he said, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Ask him, ask the Holy Ghost to use you in the gift of prophecy. Ask Jesus for the gift of prophecy to be in operation in your ministry and in your life. Yield to the Holy Ghost as he prompts you to prophesy and speak forth utterance from the mouth of God through you. And that's what he's doing. You're, you're speaking forth things from the Holy Spirit through you to help mankind, to bring glory to the Lord Jesus Christ, to uplift our church services, to make sure that God's will gets accomplished every time we come together. I admonish you to covet all the gifts of the Spirit. And I ask you today to get before God and ask Him the gift that He wants to use you in and desire that gift. Use that gift as the Holy Spirit operates through you. Let Him use you in that gift. Don't be afraid to step out in faith knowing that He shall accomplish the will of God through you. I believe that this message has helped you today. I admonish you to understand that if you're born again or filled with the Spirit, that you can be used in these gifts. He wants to use everyone in the body of Christ. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to be speaking on the gifts of the Spirit, all nine gifts. Join us next time as we bring forth another message on the gifts of the Spirit. If you would like to support our ministry, you can become a partner by clicking the support link in the description. You can also give by going to our website, wacba.org, and clicking on the giving tab. Thank you so much for supporting us to help us send the gospel around the world through our podcast. We pray God's blessings be upon you abundantly, and we thank you so much in Jesus' name.